Asymmetrical Haircuts, Justice Update, with Janet Anderson and Stephanie van den Berg. All rise. Well, here we are at the ASP, and we spent yesterday looking back a bit at uh, all the different issues that the ICC has to tackle. But now we're going to look forward to the main event. Well, actually, it's the elephant in the room. It's not here at this Assembly of States Parties annual meeting, but it's over at the court itself. It's the Afghanistan appeal. Are you all set, Stephanie? Yeah, this is going to be a big one. Um, the background of this case is that judges earlier this year decided that um, after waiting a very, very long time to make this decision, that uh, the prosecutor couldn't open an official investigation into Afghanistan, even though the judges also found that there is evidence that crimes, war crimes and crimes against humanity were committed during the Afghan conflict. And why did the judges decide no? Well, there are three parties in this Afghan conflict. There are uh, There's the Afghan government, there's the Taliban, and there is the US military and CIA. And even though the prosecutor uh, found evidence or said she found evidence that they all are uh, could be held responsible maybe for crimes committed, the judges said well, nobody's really cooperating. And so we don't think that if you investigated that you could actually mount a case because everybody is kind of against it and nobody's really cooperating with you. So you would have this big investigation, but there wouldn't be any way to get it to trial. So this is a waste of kind of money and resources of the court. So you should just stop here. Yesterday, when I was listening to the um, AU's uh, legal person, she was saying this is a disaster for uh, African countries, because this was really a big opportunity for the ICC to go outside of the African continent and to show show a bit of muscle somewhere else. Yeah, and it's definitely seen by a lot of people as that they've that they've uh, caved to political pressure from like big Western forces that don't want the ICC to look into their war crimes, but are all too happy to look into other African countries or countries that don't matter so much politically. So it's really uh, really reflects bad on badly on the image of the ICC in those countries. So what should we actually expect in the hearings over the next couple of days? So who's going to be there? Uh, everybody and their mother, basically. Um, everybody appealed, the prosecutor, victims, uh, but there's also a lot of people who wanted to give their kind of legal advice. And so you have this procedure where you can write an amicus curiae brief. An amicus curiae? Yes, it's Latin for friends of the court. And so they give friendly advice to the judges on how they should rule on things. And there was a lot of um, there was a lot of stuff in the Twitter sphere and on academia, uh, academic blogs to um, blast this idea that the judges could decide on something in the interest of justice. And um, uh, yeah, interests of justice. I remember um, reading that several times that the prosecutor would use it when uh, the prosecutor's making a decision about whether to go ahead with something or not, but this time the judges used it. Is that usual? No, it's not usual, and that's why a lot of uh, academics are arguing against it and want to ha- put their two cents in and say that it's not the judges who should decide this, and it's, and it kind of reveals a, a tug of war that's now going on at the ICC where the judges want more control of the process and want to have kind of more, seem to be wanting to have more say in what the court investigates and why, and the prosecutor is saying, this is my role, I'm the one who calls the shots about what we're investigating and I make those judgment calls. And the judges are saying, no, no, we should steer this process more clearly. And I imagine that some of the victims groups have also been uh, um, putting their appeals in. 
yes, the victims also tried to appeal and they had to first ask permission because it wasn't actually clear in the court's uh, statutes if victims could actually appeal a decision like that. But they, they got the green light. And so they will also be speaking at the hearing. And I spoke to Afghan lawyer Nazrima Barzai, who is representing 17 different Afghan human rights organizations, to ask her, you know, you've spoken to the victims that you're representing. What did they say about this argument of the interest of justice? What did they want? So the victims that we've spoken with across the board have conveyed to us that they want an ICC investigation to happen, um, that they are happy that this appeal is being taken, and that they are hopeful that it will result in an investigation being opened. One thing that we know uh, from the pretrial chamber is that it guessed that Afghan victims would not be happy if there wasn't an arrest or prosecution at the end of this process. And for that reason, that was one of the reasons that the pretrial chamber gave in not opening the investigation. But over the last three months, we've met with over 100 victims of post-2003 war crimes or crimes against humanity. Across the board, all but one of over 100 individuals told us that arrest and prosecution is not what justice means for them completely, and that their understanding of what justice is is much broader than that, and that they would want an investigation even in the absence of arrest and prosecution. Okay, so the overwhelmingly you got back that just an investigation would already be something and they don't, they're not waiting for people to be prosecuted per se. Absolutely, and this is what we heard not just from people who identified as victims of war crimes and crimes against humanity post-2003, but we also heard this from civil society leaders who had interacted with tens of thousands of victims of war over the past several decades. And they said across the board that what Afghans are looking for is to be a part of the international system of humanity, frankly, and to be recognized and understood as being a part of that brotherhood. At the end of the day, Afghanistan and the Afghan people our party to the Rome Statute and our party to the International Criminal Court. The same standards needs to apply to these people as to anyone else. To have an investigation opened would mean much more than just the prospects of particular people being arrested and prosecuted. It would mean that a neutral force was looking at what actually happened on the ground. And that's fundamentally what Afghans want. So it's really push for an investigation or bust for everyone. Uh, they're really trying to get this overturned. I saw also that the Afghan government is now arguing that, uh, in fact, they could do their own investigation and the ICC should butt out. Um, apart from them, is there anybody else who was happy with the pre-trial judge's decision? Oh, definitely. There's going to be an American lawyer, a lawyer for Trump, Jay Sekulow, who gets his 10 minutes to speak to the judges. And he has even set up an entire website saying that he's going to The Hague to defend the rights of American soldiers who don't have, who shouldn't be harassed by this international court. And so he's going to get 10 minutes to explain his filings to the judges. But I'm thinking as he's coming over and he's set up all this website, I'm sure he's going to be talking to the press a lot about why this horrible court should be stopped and should not be able to look into American war crimes. Well, it sounds like you're going to have some fun away from the ASP. Um, I'm going to be moderating a discussion uh, at the ASP itself, also on the same issues with uh, quite a few different Afghan human rights activists. And we're really going to try and explore, well, what could be the options if this investigation does go forward? I mean, will we actually see something useful for Afghans and what effect 
um, does the ICC have in a country like Afghanistan? So I'm looking forward to that. But anyway, when you get back, will you let me know exactly what went on? Yeah, definitely. It sounds like we need to catch up because I would like to have the victim's perspective, which I'm sure the court will have not as much of as you do.